0: Welcome to my Property Proficiency Workshop. Whether you're just getting started in property or you've been established for many, many years with a large portfolio, this is the best place to be. The place to turn your assets into financial freedom, accomplish your goals, live a better life and leave a lasting legacy. I am Shahz Nawaz and I've been teaching others my strategies for over 18 years now. This is the first in the three series of training videos in this workshop, where I'll be teaching you how you can achieve financial freedom through property investment and accomplish your goals. At the start, I made a lot of mistakes, and most of those mistakes were very costly. In fact, one cost me just over 329,000 pounds. So it's important to avoid really expensive mistakes because not only are they costly, you could end up being out of business. I always aspired to have my own property business uh, as a young child. And growing up, I was fascinated with property. And the more I got to know about it, the more I realised that property helps you to obtain real financial independence. And that's when I wanted even more. Currently, I have property projects in the millions. And I also teach others how to avoid the mistakes that I've made alongside the mistakes I've seen others making. And importantly, I show people how to have the right business structure because that's incredibly important. I also enable them to choose the right strategies so it can help them succeed and find the best deals and the best investment partners. This is how I discovered the answer. Shortly, I'll show you how I found the right business structure. The goal of this workshop is to show you the critical things you need to know to attain total financial independence by building a thriving property business while avoiding the common and very costly pitfalls along the way. When you have the knowledge, find the opportunities and get the right support, then you can finally start making the time and money to enjoy the things that truly matter to you. So let's dig in. In this first video, we're going to focus on your business structure I've even provided a helpful guide which you can download in the link in the description to follow along and take notes. Before you finalise your structure, there are three key questions you need to answer. The first one is, is it legal? The second one is, is it effective? And the third one is, is it acceptable to you and to HMRC? Once you've answered those three questions, you can then start exploring the different structures. So the ones that I'm going to look at today are sole trader, partnership, limited liability partnership, and a limited company. And the things that you need to bear in mind are liability, tax, accountancy costs, the ease of management, bringing in other parties, and the statutory regulations involved with that particular business structure. So if you're a sole trader, you are personally liable for all the debts of the business It's unlimited liability that means if you owe somebody money they can make you personally bankrupt and take all your assets away including your home money in your bank account and anything else that you own at the end of the year when your business makes profit you add up all of your income from all your sources including the income from the sole trader and then you pay tax on it depending on the different levels of threshold. What that means basically is let's say your sole trader business has made £50,000 in profit and you've left that money in the bank account because you don't need it personally because you've got income coming in from elsewhere. Well, you'll have to pay tax on all that £50,000 even though it's sat in the bank account and you've not used any of those funds personally because it gets added to all of your other income. If you cease trading or you sell your business, uh, then you can claim business asset disposal relief and only pay 10% on any proceeds that you receive. At the end of the year, your accountant prepares your accounts for you and most likely they'll file your tax return for you. Although, of course, you can file your own tax return, but generally speaking, most accountants tend to file tax returns for their clients. And you'll then have your tax liability, which you need to pay the following 31st of January. Moving on to a partnership. Again, you're still personally liable for all of the debts for the business against any third parties. Your accountant or somebody who as an advisor or you, if you know how to, will need to file a partnership tax return for the partnership business. But then the partners, i.e. you and anybody else, will be taxed individually on all of your income. So again, using the earlier example, let's say there's four partners and the business makes 200,000 pounds in profit and your share is 25%. So that 50,000 pounds will need to be reported on your personal tax return alongside any other income that you make. So a partnership doesn't pay any tax. The individual partners pay tax on the income that they've had depending on their profit share ratio. Moving on to the management style, that depends on the partnership agreement, so a very important point here for you is to make sure you have a partnership agreement. I see quite often, lots of partnerships don't have a partnership agreement and it's critical you do. Bringing in other parties, again, depends on the partnership agreement and how you have structured that, so make sure that you cover that in your partnership agreement, also cover roles and responsibilities, cover if you have any disputes, how you're going to address those, and also if any partner wants to exit, how they can do that. If you don't do that and you fall out, then that means going to lawyers, going to court, going to mediators, and all of that stuff becomes very expensive, partly because obviously when two parties fall out, both are aggrieved, upset with the other party, Uh, and obviously want to get the best outcome for themselves and sometimes egos or frustration gets in the way and they sometimes want to make sure that the other party doesn't get as good a result as them so they end up appointing lawyers and it all gets very emotional and hard work. I'm not saying you would do that. but If you have a partnership agreement, it can help you avoid some of those costly, costly legal fees. Moving on to limited liability partnerships, These are similar to a partnership, but you've got limited liability introduced back in 2000, used primarily at that time, usually by accountants and lawyers, but nowadays other businesses use uh, this particular structure and it's very popular in property. The good thing is you are not personally liable for the debts of the business because you've got limited liability. An LLP files its own partnership tax return but your income gets disclosed on your tax return just like it does on a normal partnership tax return and on a normal self-assessment return. But remember, just like a partnership, an LLP is transparent for tax purposes. What that means is the LLP doesn't pay the tax, the individual partners pay the tax depending on their profit share ratio. Moving on to a limited company, just like an LLP, It's a separate legal entity, which means you are not personally liable for any of the debts of the company. Now, if you've given a personal guarantee, for example, then you would be liable for the amount of the personal guarantee. So, for example, you've taken out a mortgage on a property for, let's say, £300,000 and you've signed a personal guarantee for up to £100,000, let's just say, then you're liable for that £100,000. If you've given a personal guarantee for the entire £300,000, then you're liable for the £300,000. Unlike a partnership and an LLP, a limited company pays its own tax and pays corporation tax. So at the end of the period, you would file a corporation tax for the company, and the company would pay tax depending on how much profit it's made. The accounts will usually be prepared by your accountant that they are more complex than standard sole trader or partnership accounts which means you'll have to pay more money to your accountant you'll also need to file returns with company's house and there are certain statutory formats which you need to follow and also your information will be in the public domain because any information sent to company's house can be viewed, viewed can be viewed by anybody so if keeping things confidential and secret is really important to you then maybe having an LLP or a limited company might not be the best way forward. But if you're not too concerned about that, uh, then obviously uh, you you should explore an LLP and a limited company. The management style depends on uh, how the directors want to run the company because obviously directors are responsible for the management of the company. And generally speaking in small businesses, so the type of businesses you run and the type of businesses I run, the shareholders and the directors end up being the same people but as the business gets bigger the shareholders and directors may be different parties and the directors are responsible for the management of the company but ultimately their shareholders own the business. Bringing in another party depends on the articles of association so you need to get them right. Generally speaking most people use standard articles but it's money well spent if you go to an accountant who knows about company law and they can help you create bespoke articles which are fit for purpose for you alongside that you must have a shareholders agreement which is kind of in a way similar to a partnership agreement which lays out exactly how things are going to work and who gets what and who does what and if things don't work out how you remedy that when a company is formed it's incorporated uh, and registered at company's house you have a Memorandum and Articles of Association. You also get your limited company registration number and you choose the SIC code, which is the classification for the type of work you're doing. So, in property, it could be renting of property, it could be owning property, it could be acting as an agent for third parties, it could be property developing, it could be service accommodation. So, depending on the type of thing that you do the type of activity that you're involved in, you need to choose the right standard classification. One of the main reasons why people don't get started in property is that they feel they don't have enough capital. Now while those people are thinking about capital, the world still moves on, they're missing out on opportunities, others are capitalizing on opportunities, they're losing time and pretty much staying where they are in the sense that they don't think they can do anything because they don't have the cash to move forward. But did you know that you can actually use other people's money? Which is what I've been doing for a number of years and enter into an arrangement which works for you and the person who's giving you the money. And the BRRR strategy, which is buy, refurbish, remortgage and rent. And it works fantastically because at the end, if you do it properly, you can get all your money back. So you have a property which creates cash creates capital value, and you don't have any of your money in it. I really wish I knew that when I got started many years ago. But I'll share more about that in the next video, where we'll cover things like being tax efficient and raising capital to get started and to grow your property portfolio. But right now, I want to know more about you. What's holding you back? What does financial freedom mean to you? And if you want to get into property or you're into property, what are you looking to achieve? So in the comments below, leave your comments and share your thoughts and your journey with me. And of course, if you like this video and you found it valuable, click the like button, leave a comment to let me know, click subscribe and so that you can get more of these videos and I can share content with you. And if you want me to record particular content, put that in the comments box below and I'll have to do that for you. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple.